We can find paradise. All we have to do is go. Don't stop, don't stop. We're in luck now. I did a fusion of the Totoro theme song and the Dragon Ball Kai theme song. <laughs> oh boy, I both of those went over my head. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies starring yours truly, Evan William Crockett, and also starring, but no less than... Josh! Hey Josh! Well, this is a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our... Wait a minute. <laughs> I already did that part. Shit. Um, from our childhood... <laughs> I fucked my, myself up because I tried to fuck you up. I don't think up. we're ever gonna... I think we're ever yeah. You really tried to fuck me up. I know, but I uh, I, I thought about what I did, intro. and it wasn't good. It wasn't cool. So. Classic, classic Evan. Oh boy, but uh, yeah, we talk about movies from uh, our childhood, um, uh, and and we 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 watch one a week, and then we come together to discuss how well they've aged. Maybe they've aged poorly. Maybe they've maybe they've aged really well, like like a wine or a cheese. Or Sarah Jessica Parker. And then at the end of the episode, we give it a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject. Josh, you're my best bud. Oh. Now you now you say some things. <laughs> <laughs> there really isn't a clean segue for me to get into these. I always got to... Hey, Evan. <laughs> hey, Evan. Well, then I usually... And then usually... I live in Chicago. I, I live in go. Chicago. <laughs> oh, I'm doing my part. We have things to do. Uh, let me get let me get my che- let me get my cheaters and see the checklist. Let me just check yeah, that one off. Okay, on. I live in Chicago. Evan lives in uh, San Francisco Bay Area, and we phone call each other once a week to record this. Yeah, I don't see Evan right now. I I don't see you, but I feel you. But you're not in Chicago right now, are you? No, I just forgot that. Actually, Dude. I'm in Boston. I'm at I'm in a hotel right now in Boston, Maine. I'm in a very swank at uh, this we- room that I is kind of weird. It's it's a bed. It's like there's nowhere to sit in the in this little room that I'm in. It's just the bed, and there's a button that will turn the bed into like essentially a couch or roll out into a into a bed. And then there's a bunk bed above me, but I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't need that. Um, I actually was interesting. Wa- I was watching watching movies up there and eating Ben and Jerry's. So that was fun. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. What what size of bed is it? Just to to close out. It's a queen. It is a it's queen. A, it's but a queen. It, but I'm it, actually I'm on top of it right now. Kind of hey, wow. Well, well, congratulations. I'm gonna code. I'm gonna go down to the floor because it's just weird sitting on the bed. Nice. Ugh, there now I got it back in. Oh, what's <laughs> underneath the bed? Oh. Oh my god! Oh, do do we want to know what's under the classic, bed? classic hotel find? Try to guess what I just found underneath the bed. Underneath I'm touching the it with bed. my toe. Oh, don't touch it. Um, is it underwear? Nope. 
Condom wrapper. Okay, condom wrapper. Hey, you know what? At least they're being safe. Um, That's very true. Well, Josh, what did we watch this week, my beautiful boy? Oh, I'm in a hotel. Uh, I We watched <laughs> My Neighbor Totoro. My Neighbor Totoro? Are you kidding me? The classic uh, Hayao Miyazaki movie from 1988, um, also known as Tonari no Totoro is the original title. I apologize for my Japanese accent just then. Um, I do not speak Japanese. But uh, yeah, this this is a classic Um anime this one is is a go-to for at this point generations of families this is a this is a children's cartoon uh this is an anime or or uh, it, it has a very distinct style known as anime uh animated in japan uh, in the japanese style with um english dub is the version that i watched um but yeah this yeah, this, this is a classic um Josh, you want to talk a little bit about your your history with the movie? You you picked it this week. Yeah, I did pick it. Uh, I I had a hard time watching it though because I don't right? own it, and oh, okay. you cannot find it anywhere like to rent. I think it's owned by Disney. Yeah. So like, I had a hell of a time getting a hold of it in in a hotel in Boston. Oh man! So how did you how did you end up getting it? Did you? Uh... You do a little I don't sneaky, want to talk sneaky. about it because right. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm not going to encourage anybody to uh, do anything that they shouldn't. But I found a copy. Let's put. Let's leave it to. Oh, that. you found it. Nice. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, I was walking by Trader Joe's, and a wonderful guy named Rex gave it to me. Nice. Thank you, Rex. Shout out, Rex. Um. Yeah. Thanks, I. Rex. I had this movie. I have all of the uh, Hayao Miyazaki movies. Um, so I, I already had it ready to go because I, your boy is a big Hayao Miyazaki fan. I think we share that in common, correct? Yes, we do. Oh, also, uh, to answer your original question, uh, I chose this. I've never seen this movie before. Are you serious? (laughs) Yep. Oh my gosh, dude. That is, so that is really crazy because. Isn't it? Well, basically I have n- uh, this year was the first year that I had seen this movie. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Which is really we surprising surprised because each other. we did. Because I, yeah, I, I've always called myself a Hayao Miyazaki boy. Like I love, um, uh, our, our love started started with Hayao Miyazaki. Wait, I, wait, wait, I wait, 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 wait. Oh, well, let's let, let's not let's not reveal what th- it's true that there is a movie that is kind okay. of the so you want to keep the, it a secret. The soul, yeah. The, well, just to give some context, there is a movie. It's a Hayao Miyazaki movie, and it's pretty much the soul of me and Evans, like. Yeah, this podcast really the, our whole relationship, and we'll reveal at some point what that movie is. Yeah, that's going to be it, that's but... going to be a special one, and probably but, the, uh, it, the smarts we, of you out of there we, can figure it out. But <laughs> but I guess we won't reveal it. Have we been dropping hints? Oh shit, we no, might have even said it by we, this point. We haven't. No, we we've never we've never said it. But it's it's more like because of our age. Like which ones came out when we were, you know what I mean. Well that, well, that doesn't that doesn't matter. Yeah, in a few seconds, you're not even going to We just pre-matter. watched it together. Okay, well, whatever. Um, yes, but it's definitely not this one. <laughs> it's yeah, it's definitely not this. Well, neither of us had seen it before this year. Um, 
So, and I, I, for, for my context, I had seen it earlier in the year when I, uh, when I babysat my, my niece and nephew, shout outs, uh, CC and Will Crockett, um, <laughs> shout outs, sponsor us. Um, wow. That, so, but I, but I've gone, I, uh, you know, all of the main Hayao Miyazaki movies like Spirited Away and, um, and Howl's Moving Castle and, um, Grave of the Fireflies I'd seen, but I, I even went back further with like Porco Rosso. Have you ever seen that one? Uh, I haven't. I think the oldest one I saw was like Nasica of the Wind. Yeah, Nasica of, of the Valley of the Wind. Um, there's I haven't seen Kiki's. Oh, dude. And yeah, Kiki's Delivery Service, uh, Castle in the Sky, um, The Cat Returns. Yeah, um, God, there's yeah. just, there's so many. Uh, the uh, Hayao Miyazaki movies and and um, they 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 definitely do range in terms of um some some are great and some are um some are just good um but uh but yeah let me uh josh do you have a synopsis for us no but i'm gonna get one one sec oh i'm sitting cross-legged on the carpet uh, this one comes to us from, uh, it's not coming to us. I'm just stealing it off of IMDb. Here we go. <laughs> My neighbor Totoro. Two young girls, 10-year-old Satsuki, I'm going to say everybody's names wrong. Uh, two young girls, 10-year-old Satsuki and her four-year-old sister may move into a house in the country with their father to be closer to their hospitalized mother mm-hmm. satsuki and may discover the na- the nearby forest is inhabited by magical creatures called totoros pronounced to to row oh that's really helpful uh they soon befriend these totoros and have several magical adventures oh I mean, yeah, that ain't bad. That's it. That's exact. That's pretty much exactly what happens. And the the amazing thing about this movie is that, and and this is this is before we get into kind of the uh, our current experiences of watching it. Um, I really think that the simplistic nature of this movie is what makes it almost like a godsend for parents with kids. We I don't have a kid. I know Josh doesn't have a kid other than Falcon Candle. Um, but Falcon Candle prefers. Don't like, you, you? Yeah, Falcon Candle, man. That's my. Okay, that's my son. Well, I just I know that Falcon Candle prefers like you know like Alfred Hitchcock stuff. Um, but this this movie is is so great for kids because it's just whimsy. There's no there's really no conflict that happens in the movie. There's there's like one thing that happens where the the younger sister I can't remember their names but the younger sister is trying to bring vegetables to her mom because she thinks that her sick mom will feel better after eating these fresh vegetables but like that's about it that that's as dark as this movie gets and the rest of it is just so whimsical and so like um it it really captures that like that kid spirit of of creativity and adventure um, in a really positive way. Yeah, I wanted to choose this. I I chose this movie because this seems to be like I'm a, I'm a big fan of all the Hayao Miyazaki movies. I'm sorry, I got to move this condom. It's in my direct line of sight, and it's really distracting. <laughs> uh, okay, get out of here. Oh my God. Uh, 
put a napkin over it there we go okay so i i i've loved every miyazaki move that i've seen mm-hmm. like i can pretty confidently say that but it really seems like this movie in particular is kind of at the like the soul of like everybody that i know that loves like either animated movies in general or miyazaki movies like this plays a really big part mm-hmm. and that's been going on since i'm in like middle school or high school like God, I can't imagine how like I, I movies would have been different for me if I just would have seen this back then because it's so it's just so itself. But it just has such such a reputation. Like that's why I, that's why I wanted to choose this one. It's like other people's. I'm doing it for other people's nostalgia bone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The people that I know. Yeah, and it, it came out the year like, that we I just were, wanted to be part of. It that. came out the year that we were born, so it's it's fully appropriate for for us. Yeah, maybe you people don't personal information about me. Come on, man. <laughs> um. So so kind of con- contextually. This was uh, this wasn't his his first big um, movie, or at least, uh, but it, it's definitely well. I, I guess I I would say this is his first quote unquote big movie. There were other movies um, like Josh Minson, Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, um, Castle in the Sky that came out beforehand, um, and he also directed one, um, Lupin the Third, which Lupin the Third is a well-known an, uh, anime oh, yeah. character. Um, so he yeah. he did one movie that that was pretty much his first big movie was was doing a a, a movie version of a of Lupin the Third, a la you know like a Dragon Ball Tree of Life or something like that. Um, but my neighbor Totoro is really the one that put him on the map, and then he had almost like a a Pixar like career after that where everything on this like everything i'm seeing here on high on uh the imdb page is just killer we got after my neighbor totoro we got kiki's delivery service we got porco rosso we got princess mononoke we've got spirit oh god we've got spirited away i think princess mononoke is my favorite yeah princess mononoke is is definitely his like overall best it might not be that suitable for kids um, but that, that's also kind of, you, you know, your mileage may vary. Um, spirited away was probably the, the biggest movie that brought Western audiences uh, attention to him because it won the Oscar, um, for best animated picture when it came out. So everybody was like, Oh, what is this unique, um, anime movie? It, it kind of 2001 is when, when I think culture started shifting towards like let's let's start taking this stuff seriously as opposed to uh, at least from my point of view i think the the previous uh, uh, taking it out of the niche yeah it, it was kind of a niche thing and also i think a lot of people viewed uh, japanese animation as being lazy because it was like oh yeah you, you draw one what? one thing and then like you reuse frames and there's a lot of techniques that that Japanese animation uses that is less expensive, but it does create. We do that. Uh, we do that just as much. I know. Have you ever watched a Hanna Barbera cartoon? Oh, or or any of the old like Disney hand drawn animations where they they reuse the same shells, but they put a different they put a different thing over it. Who v- yeah. No. Who views them as lazy? It's it's very well. It was it was like a thing. I I distinctly remember that that being like a thing of like oh th- this animation is is lazy. Um, oh that 
that blows my mind. But anybody who thinks that, I would say just just go watch any of these like extremely criti- critically acclaimed. I mean, some of the st- even some of the still shots from Princess Mononoke or or Howl's Moving Ca- or anything like that, you can just tell that it took a massive amount of of effort and creativity to generate those scenes. Yeah, this totally opposite of lazy. Yeah, no, de- definitely not true. I just I know that that was a thing because I I know that. Um, well, I said it. So it must be true. Well, I can't believe you think it's lazy. <laughs> I don't. How can you think that? I don't think it. Evan, just admit that you think Hayao Miyazaki is the laziest <laughs> director of all times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got it on tape. You hear that, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> Justin. All right. Hey, Justin, Zaddy. We're going to take a real quick break. We're going to be back with more tapes, tapes, tapes after this. woo Tapes, tapes, fans. This is Morgan, your fan club president. It's season two, and if you're like me, you've been thinking about how you can pay your fan club dues. I talked to the boys, and it's actually pretty easy. We can let our friends know all about the podcast and that it can be found on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. Other than that, we can send the boys an email, we can pour our hearts out, we can write fan fiction, we can send in fan art, and we can send it all to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to let the boys do their thing. Back to the show. And we're back. Hey, welcome back. back. Yep. Hey, hey, everybody. We took a break. We took a long one. We took a really long, thick break. This is actually... Uh, it was actually the next week we took that long of a break. Um, I'm still in Boston. Oh no! <laughs> so I'm I'm really curious then if you, because um, I I assume oh, that I you and it. I have have a similar experience with these Hayao Miyazaki movies. What was it like to go back to the, the source? Arguably, the source. Ar- arguably, the source. Oh my god! It 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 was a very pure experience oh my god right well it's it's crazy because this movie is the it's like crazily good Mm -hmm. at hitting your nostalgia bone in a way and this is my first time seeing it this i mean just the writing the animation everything Well, there's so well, it's so much in the it's it's so much in the details that it's all the things that people don't think about that sell me on the details. Like I'm watching the scenes and, you know, obviously the storytelling is very good, the narrative, all that stuff. But I'm just noticing what what like this writer, this director is thinking about animating, like when there's a kid running down a raining like let's say you're running down a rainy road He's animating the hops yes. the kid is taking because there's a scene where of of like you're jumping over puddles, right? Like yeah, because that, that's a thing that you do, but that you got to think about that. Or when you're looking at little tadpoles in a pond, like how they kind of move. It just it's so it makes you think 
he, she's a master of every single detail mm-hmm. that he puts out there. Every everything that a kid says, like every every piece of communication between the two main characters, the kids. I'm like, this is real. This yeah. is what kids are like. Yeah. This person knows how to be the mind of a six year old. I think that's how old the younger sister was. Uh, I can't remember how old they were, but yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I think while I was watching it it's, this this time around, oh my god, I, I just the the phrase popped into my mind: delightful details. Like he he is such a master of every little detail. Like um, like in the in the first scene where they're arriving at the house, and then the older sister is like they're they're. They're in the new living room, I guess, for for lack of me understanding really what it is. And then she like she has to go somewhere because she sees something interesting. And she does that thing where like, I don't know if you remember doing this when you were a kid, but like when you would walk on your knees, sometimes it was fun to like yep. shoot your feet up in the air. And like, yep. I, I was just watching her do that. And I was like, there's no reason for her to do that. But I totally used to do that. And there's or like the little yo. There's so many moments like that. It's like the little non sequiturs that. Oh my god, yeah. that's what it's like being a kid. You get distracted by a bucket that has a hole in it. You go, "This is a stupid bucket." Yeah, and then, that's it. You move on. And then oh. when you would, you know, when the the dad was trying to work and the the younger sister was being distracted by like just every little thing, and she would come over to him and be like, "Look, a a piece of dirt." I don't remember what exactly what it was. But just every little thing would would, and if you spend time with little kids that are that age, that's exactly what it's like. Um, Is it time for lunch? We just had breakfast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, just so much, of, and I and I think that the the adults in this world um, are another really strong part of it because they never once uh, they they never punish the kids. They all they always give them. Um, very positive reactions whenever the kids tell them, oh, we saw a Totoro, we saw a Totoro. They're never like, well, that's not real. You must have seen a bear. And like they, they don't do any of that kind of stuff. They're, they're always interested in what their kids have to say. And they always have like somewhat of a magical explanation for what the thing is. Like the older woman telling them like, oh, the, the dust sprites. You, you must have seen the dust sprites. I could see them when I was your age too. <sighs> yeah. Like that's so encouraging. These kids are so, and these kids are tough. They're like, they have great manners and like they're, all these crazy things happen and they are just meeting their fears with practical, like problem solving skills. And uh, they, they're just really eloquent and nice. It's a little too like, okay, Everybody in this world is a little too, like, little they know how nice. to be, like, a human, <laughs> like, a real genuine human being. Uh, maybe it's because I just live in the United States and I'm just jaded by, like, everybody <laughs> wanting something different. And it's like everybody yeah. in this movie is just, like, we're all kind of striving for the same goal. Yeah. And uh, we just are going to be nice. And I'm like, that's fucking impossible! <laughs> oh, no. That's so funny. It's, I mean, it is. I don't buy it! It is true, but, like. You can't let yourself you, you can't let yourself think that way when you're watching this movie cuz this movie just it doesn't allow you the that kind of cuz in reality when uh, you know another scene was when the the little girl 
um, made the older woman take her to school. And then the older sister was like, my, my little sister's out. So what is she doing? And then the older woman is like, I just couldn't stop her. She had to come and see, she said she had to be near you. And then the teacher's just like, well, I guess she's just going to be here. It's like, that would, obviously that wouldn't happen. But isn't it, isn't it like a nice fulfillment of fantasy that it could happen? Yeah. That people, the, that it, people could it be this nice. It makes you really want to, they really sell you on this kind of small, like almost ashram-like community <laughs> in the middle yeah. of nowhere with very little communications. Because you look at the plot of this movie and what happens, like nothing fucking happens. Yeah, no, no literally it's nothing like happens. The, which is kind of the genius of this director. I mean, the biggest, most memorable scene in the movie, because I see it fucking everywhere, is a magical creature sitting, standing next to a little girl in the rain, mm-hmm. waiting for a bus. Yeah. And the girl gives the creature an umbrella, and the creature likes the umbrella. <laughs> and then the bus comes. <laughs> and that's about That's it. Oh, man. But it's a cat bus. It's a it's a cat bus with like ten legs. With ten legs, and it's got it's got rats for lights, <laughs> and it's got a makes a really weird sound when it like opens its body to like <laughs> let somebody in. Yeah, that was such a weird oh, sound. God. It's such a weird I, idea. Oh, I love it. I just I want a cat bus Ugh. so bad. I used to have a um, I used to have like a stuffed cat bus that I gave to a friend. Really? Yeah, back when I, I was working at now. Wells Fargo. Yeah, well, I, I somebody send me a cat bus. Somebody send us a cat <laughs> cat bus. PO Box four eight two nine 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 seven nine 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 seven Indiana. Um, yeah, man. What was your um? What was? I'm what, writing that address down. <laughs> write it down. Um, what was your favorite like? I don't even know that you can call it a gag. What What was your favorite like moment? I don't know. It's hard because this is it's hard to choose a favorite because this movie is every everything is so thoughtful in this movie. Every moment, every scene, every shot is important. Even B-roll of like here's a stream. Like yeah, yeah a B-roll shot uh, which, you know, people that don't know what B-roll is, it's just kind of like scenes that don't really have much of a subject and it's just kind of to set set the next scene through mood mm-hmm. uh, so you're like to set up that it's a forested scene or in the hillside there's like a shot of just like a stream but he animated a leaf like going down the stream and like getting caught in a particular way and it's like ah that's what the streams are like yeah Ugh. yeah he gave that leaf and now i'm here the, gush the importance that I, it needed and now i'm gushing about a scene which is just a stream with a leaf going down it. Yeah. So I'm going to have a hard time finding a favorite. Yeah, I, I think that uh, for for me, it, it's helpful that I have seen it once before because this is a movie um, that you could watch this movie a hundred times and, you, and you'll find something new about it every time that you... And, and I... Dude, I plan on it. I plan on having this movie as like... And because of the low stakes nature of it, this is a movie that you could watch with intention. This is a movie that you could have on in the background. This is a movie that you can you can do anytime. Like you you can take it as seriously as you want or not or as passively as you want, in my opinion. <sighs> yeah. Um it is it is a behemoth of pleasure. I almost feel like we shouldn't have watched this for the podcast. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah because 
uh, you know. The, but I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch it so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I needed an excuse. <laughs> I love that. Um, to to answer my own, <laughs> I'll I'll get back to that to to why I'm I feel kind of bad about even watching it for the podcast. But to to answer my own question, uh, for for me, yeah, the the I will I'll go back to that iconic scene of the of the big Totoro standing with them at the bus stop. And then he he gets the umbrella. They give him the umbrella, and then he makes like a really. And then like he hears, um, the the rain droplets that fall, and he's like, "I like that." And so then he makes a really big. I think either he pounds the ground or he makes a really big sound, and then a bunch he jumps. Yeah, he jumps, and then a bunch of rain droplets come down, and it makes that really sound. And it's just like that is so. I just love that. I, I love that he did that. There was no reason for him to do that. He just did it because he liked it. And that's just, ah, I just love it. Yeah, there's a lot of just pure joy in this movie. And I think that's, it's really wonderful that there are movies like that. Yeah. That like are so, cr- that are so critically acclaimed. Because I feel like when you, when I think of like a critically acclaimed movie, I think of like, ser- like I, the immediate first thought I have is like serious acting. It's like a serious like there's there's conflict mm, yeah and like all that stuff like i don't i don't think of these kinds of movies that are just meant to be very joyful and kind of whimsical and pleasurable in like the most in the most innocent sense yeah it's it's very innocent like i think that there are other movies that are that are positive and joyful and everything and like you know they have a very like happy tone to them I don't think this movie has like a happy tone to it as much as because there there are a lot of moments of silence in this in this movie, um, but it really has. I mean, I don't. It just really takes itself. It takes itself seriously, and it. Yeah, it's it's just incredible. It's so unique, and all all of the Hayao Miyazaki movies, um, specifically, are like that. There are other Studio Ghibli movies that that are good for different reasons, but I think that the heart and soul of Hayao Miyazaki um, is is that he he takes it very seriously, and you can tell. Um, and I, ju- I just think that's really nice. Um, wh- what I was saying before about how I feel bad about like even watching this for the podcast is because it's like, obviously there's no question as to whether or not like be kind and rewind or eject and reject. Um, but... Well, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I knew that even before I watched it, because just because of the cultural significance of of this movie, um, I guess so. But eh, but it's it was nice to do something nice for ourselves. <laughs> it was nice to go. Well, that's kind of it's it's like it's like the whole point of the movie. It's like let's just have a really great, innocent, pleasurable time and it's gonna yeah, be good definitely all right josh what do you give 1988's my neighbor totoro also known as what did i say before tonari no totoro i give this movie uh two reviews Ooh. i give it i give it for my current self a totoro just a golden Totoro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my review. Just a 
gold encrusted Totoro. And then I give for my high school version of myself a be kind and rewind, I guess. Ha ha ha. What? Why? Do you think that your your high school self wouldn't have gotten it? No, you know what? I, so I obviously love this movie. That's why I gave it the score of a golden Totoro, okay. uh, which is the highest accolade you can give a movie while doing this podcast. Okay. But as I was kind of like thinking through it, I'm like, I don't know if I would have really liked this movie mm. in high school. Not because it's a fantastically made movie, but just I feel like I would have made fun of it the whole time of like, oh, these people are boring and like, ugh, it's just a bunch of like screaming kids and... Yeah. I don't know, maybe I wouldn't have thought that, but I have this feeling that, like, I would have just found ways to, like, make fun of the movie for its, like... Because it really, like, leans into, like, these are very honest, innocent people, yeah. and I totally would have laid into... I would have laid into that, like, why are these people, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I think this movie is... Um, oh, and, and I'll go ahead and give it a Golden Totoro as well. Um, and if it, no, two golden Totoros. Oh my God. <laughs> the highest accolade tapes, tapes, tapes can give. Um, I, I, yeah, no, no questions. I give it a golden Totoro and for the, for the note taking, uh, that's officially be kind of rewind. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. and it's a golden Totoro. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really feel that, um, if you are cynical, the, then, that that's pretty much the only person I can imagine not liking it. I could also imagine that if you had a kid and you'd seen it 80 times, then maybe it could kind of start to get on your nerves. But because, mm. because of the nature of it, because it isn't like, you know, it doesn't have a, an annoying high-pitched character a la um, Ponyo, <laughs> another Hayao Miyazaki movie, that is good, but if I had a kid, I would not let them anywhere near the DVD of Ponyo. Um, if ham, <laughs> we, we're not gonna get into yeah, that exactly. One. <laughs> Ponyo, 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 fishy in the sea, Ponyo, tiny little I'm fishy. I'm a fish. Why, 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 why ham? <laughs> yeah, no, that movie is is a that movie does not get a golden totoro. No, it. I mean, it's it's a pretty good movie. Like the visuals are incredible, but. Um, you just you just want to give Ponyo a, re- a review right now, real quick. I would give it a watch it one. <laughs> real quick, I would I would give it watch it one time and uh, have there be like an audio filter, <laughs> and, and then never let a child near that movie ever because they will love it and they will watch it forever. So that's my rating of. Ponyo. I give it a be kind and roll. I give it a be kind and rewind because I watched it more than once. <laughs> well, there you go. De- default. Um, well, yeah, thank you so much for, for listening to... Oh, no, wait, we're not there yet. Josh, do you have any recommendations for what people should watch instead of uh, 1988's uh, My Neighbor Totoro? Well, if somebody came up to me and said, hey, I don't really want to watch My Neighbor Totoro. Can you recommend something else? I would just punch him in the fucking stomach as hard <laughs> as I could. And as they're doubled over in pain, heaving... I would go, I would just whisper, this movie got a golden total. <laughs> and then just hand them a DVD copy <sighs> and give them, give them a nice little uh, pirouette and walk away. 
<laughs> okay, so so my answer is no. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I would say, um, I, I, yeah. There, there's just no way that I that I can recommend something else. The 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 two things that come to mind are the Hayao Miyazaki pieces of IP that I. Um, well, okay. One of them is a Hayao Miyazaki movie, and the other one is a Studio Ghibli product um, that I feel like a lot of people just don't really know about. So the first one is The Cat Returns. Um, is a fantastic Hayao Miyazaki movie. Um, it's also uh, the audience is for kids. Um, it's it's definitely more kind of little kid like than even this movie. Um, but I, I feel like just a lot of people slept on that one. And it is just delightful, especially if you like cats. Um, and as all of you know, I have a very activated cat because she hasn't been fed dinner yet. So, um, so yeah, that's my first recommendation. The other recommendation is actually a video game called Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch. Are you familiar with that game at all? Oh no, but a video game. So okay. Nino Kuni is a Studio Ghibli video game. So it's all the same visuals it's it's basically like you're playing through a studio ghibli game and the visuals are very charming and the story is about um a little i don't want to get too deep into the story but the story is about a little boy and a sick mother um and his journeys through a fantastical land um and it's it was just so charming and it, it really captures that kind of like charming innocent quality that a lot of the the better studio ghibli movies have um with with uh animated cutscenes throughout as well as being a fully proper you know jrpg that lasts 60 to 80 hours depending on your your mileage so those are my recommendations josh punched a person in the stomach so you decide who yep <laughs> We we really give the full gamut of uh, you know how to feel about this movie <laughs> reviews. Well, thank you so much again for uh, for listening to this episode of Tapes Tapes Tapes. Um, Josh, I told you that I had a special surprise for you. Yeah, you, I I got. Yeah. So I am sending to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm still excited for the surprise. You, you should be. And that's, I'm not kidding. Um, so I'm going to send it to you after I read to you an email that we got from another one of our listeners. Uh, thank you for, okay. if you want to send us an email, uh, you can send it to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. Um, this is from Florence UN. Hey, Flo. Love you, girl. Um, Flo. Love you. Flo. <laughs> Flo and I know each other from um, from Button Mashers. She is an amazing person and a very funny individual, and um, she could kick my and your ass at Smash any day of the week. Um, yeah, well, so she <laughs> she emails. Subject line is big fan. First time emailer, long time listener. Thank you for bringing joy to my drives to and from work. I love listening to the silliness both of you provide. Also, and let me get this going. Here is a shitty picture I've been meaning to draw since listening to the never ending story episode. Keep up the fantastic work. Cheers, flow. Oh, I just got it! <laughs> you just got it. <laughs> 
I just got so Evan sent me the picture that Flo. We'll put this up. We'll put this up on the Facebook. We'll put this up page. on the Facebook page and that, and probably Instagram too, because we we're gonna have to create an Instagram page <laughs> now, even if this is the only post that we ever make. But uh, it's it's <laughs> Flo drew me as Falcor, <laughs> and Josh is writing me. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not gonna get, get critical on this piece because I I love it just as it is. But Evan, the, the, this this depiction of you as Falcor is really just you as yeah. You it's, yeah, literally, it's just me because that's how tall I am. Which makes it makes it better <laughs> because it it's like you're just you are Falcor. Oh, that's cute. Oh man, so this nice. is this is beautiful. Yeah, this is like I'm gonna put this on my. Oh man, yeah, this is like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Flo, and um, yeah, I'm I'm like crying. <laughs> this is so amazing. Oh my god, so this is amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll we'll send you something nice, Flo, for for being such a supportive um, supportive fan, and uh, yeah, you too can can share in the adulation from us uh send us an email at 88 tapesbaby at gmail.com we love you very much josh sing us out when it's time to get home now and the table is waiting for you and your family is mad but you're sweating and you're hurting and your stomach is in knots you listen to tapes 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 you listen to tapes, tapes, tapes. Your family's gonna be so upset with you now. <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. Uh, bye. <laughs>